Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast on the Internet that, uh, you know what, I don't remember the rest, but Boba Fett sucked. My name is Seth. <laughs> um, I'm Ian, and I can attest to that. I'm Dasher, and uh, you, you, that has my stamp of approval. All right, so this week was my pick, and I decided that we should watch the Paul, uh, Paul Verhoeven film, RoboCop. A movie that I think is still very misunderstood about, uh, you know, about what it really is. Um, Ian, you said you've seen this movie, The Least of Us. Yes, I have seen it, but that doesn't mean that I watch it all the time. Uh, I think I was, in my life, I've probably seen it about five times. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. It's just uh, not a movie that I frequent. Now, this is this is always in my rewatch list. Uh, RoboCop is to me extremely entertaining. Uh, this, it, it has this is a, just great. It's, 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 it's a great satire on capitalism and uh, uh, just big business taking control of things. And it's 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 downright. It's so darkly hilarious that. Um, it's, it's hard to, uh, you know, wrap your mind around that this script was written on purpose. So oh my God, it's, it's, it's so enjoyably ridiculous. Seth, that does your sense. dog want to get on camera and say hello? Is that what the problem is over there? No, we have a <laughs> stupid neighbor dog that, uh, you know, cause I was going to say, you can let, you can let little boy on camera and we'll say, Hey, dude, his dog is the fucking cutest. She's inside now. So uh, what's what's actually really great about RoboCop and one thing that uh, I didn't actually know until about maybe four or five years ago, it's the same it's the same director of one of our favorite movies that we've talked about in the past, and mm-hmm. that's Starship Troopers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that for a while, and I was like, well, yeah, you know what? That really checks out. Yeah. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> and not to mention Total Recall. Yeah. Three of the best sci-fi films ever, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Th- and this- basic and basic instinct, one of the best uh, scenes that we've all rewatched a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Th- this is a man's movie. Um, and I don't mean that to be a male chauvinist pig, but it is. It is a man's movie. Um, it gets right to it. it no, for sure. No, it wastes no, that's if anything can be said about this movie. If there was a textbook definition for pacing, this movie's picture would be right next to it because it is paced perfectly. They it don't is. fuck around. They don't fuck around with character development because they don't need to. They don't fuck around with expositional bullshit. Because they don't need to. You know what you're getting on the poster. You're getting a cyborg cop that's out to avenge his death and murder the people that killed him. And in that aspect, they give you a Pixar mom's dump truck ass full of murder. And God, I love it. <laughs> I, I, um, I disagree a little that it's... Uh, your it, metaphors are magical. That is not that is not dealing with character development. That is not dealing with exposition. It just does it efficiently and creatively. The script is tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 
there's 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 certain things that that they don't show you that you don't need to be that don't need to be seen, and they're great decisions to leave out. Yeah. Like, um, they don't show RoboCop taking uh, I forget his fucking name, the guy that dies in uh, toxic waste. Um, oh, they, um, yeah, or Emil. Yeah, Emil. They don't show yeah. RoboCop taking him to jail, right. but it was established later that yes, he was in jail. Um, and one and one exchange of dialogue, two sentences. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you didn't need to see the ride to the jailhouse. You didn't need all that. Um, I think one of the best decisions they made in this film was not reuniting him with his family. Um, it, it was yes, because it's it's better since you're since you're through the perspective of Murphy pretty much the whole movie. Um, it's better that they're a memory to the audience as well. They're just a memory of, of uh, and a vague one at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the action sequences were great. Um, the uh, animatronics, the claymation with Ed two hundred nine, blatant, <laughs> blatant eighties. This movie has no special effects. It's all practical or animatronics or um, I'm sorry, claymation. If if you want to put it that way, it's stop um, motion. Stop, Stop motion. motion. That's, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Stop motion and um, practical effects. I can't remember other than when you're looking through the eyes of Murphy as RoboCop and uh, um, the little tracking square and whatnot. That is the only CGI that you see in this film. The, uh, Ed 209 is where this... Uh, there are other places, but Ed 209 is where this movie really dates itself. Oh, yeah. And because the red, like I dig RoboCop's design, and if they wanted to do that now, I would be fine. But there was that remake that we will not speak of. I I was going to say they did do it now, and it was garbage. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying if they want to make him look the way that he did, they made him sleek and all that crap, and more. It it was terrible. What they should because RoboCop was clunky, but he was a force to be reckoned with, and that's what I liked about it. He wasn't super quick. He was very slow. But he was yeah. going to get you and shoot you in the dick. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He, he he looked like a corporate product. It was very industrial, very blocky. Um, yeah. you it was know, very Jason Voorhees. Easy, kind of very easy much to mass so. produce, easy to replace parts. Um, built on a budget, but has still had a lot of money thrown at it. It's it's you know it's, it's I think those sounds pretty clever. Um, but I do want to touch on. Uh, that this movie has probably one of my top five favorite on-screen villains ever, and that is Smith as Clarence Bodiger. I was just about to say, Red in this movie fucking owned. Yeah, this is that like uh, everybody will always remember him as Red Foreman, but I have two. I have two nominations for his for his funeral, and one of them is RoboCop because I saw this movie for the first time after that '70s show was already on, and I was like, wait, that's that's red. Oh, sh- oh yeah. shit. He blood squibbed the fuck out of Robocop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's one of the most ludicrous scenes in the it's entire one of the most movie. Brutal deaths I've ever seen. They blow his hand it. off. They blow his arm off and they shoot him with shotguns multiple times at point blank range, and he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then they shoot him in the head. He's still technically alive. And he's still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This was Inspector Gadget before Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh, this it was. This, this is cheesy. This is B movie greatness, is what this is. Because let's be honest, this is a B movie. This is a it high was, budget B movie. 
it was yeah. a blockbuster movie at the time it came out, but over the test of time, this is a big budget B movie, and it's a great one at well, that. So, some B, some some movies you can just tell are B movies without even having to see it. Look at the production or the the budget or who's directing it or starring in it by simply the fact that the name of the movie is RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a, that's that's the B movie title. Oh, of course it is. And the, not only the name, but the subject matter and everything, it, it made this movie incredibly difficult to to make and to sell to studios to get it distributed. Um, hell, uh, it, it went to the it went to the MPAA like three or four times before it got an R rating. They rated it yeah. multiple times. This oh, movie sure. didn't come out. Yeah, the the only thing that could have made this movie even more of a B movie would have been a casting role of Robert Davies or Michael Ironside. Let's face it, um, it's just cheesy goodness in every way possible, and it just ends. <laughs> he shoots the guy at the end and cut to it's, black. It, it's, it's over. over. It's, it's over. It's over. Well, that was a bril- brilliant decision, mind you, because yeah. you didn't need to see anymore. You didn't. What need else to do see you anymore. want? What else do yeah. you want? The that, story's the, the, over. The story's done. Yeah, that's a pretty. And, that's a pretty. We talked about movies that, shot. Yeah, we talked about movies whose endings went on way too long. It's like there's nothing else to show us. Reagan, get in the fucking car and go. The exorcist <laughs> is over. That, you're a pretty good shot. What's your name? Murphy. Cut to black. The, yeah, the end. This movie had a perfect the ending. End. And then it spawned two absolutely atrocious sequels that should never be mentioned. And one remake. And, yeah. and a cartoon. And a cartoon. Yes, and, there a, was and, a, there. And, a, and a damn good arcade game, mind you. Didn't see that one. Oh yeah, I don't think I played RoboCop RoboCop. arcade game was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Just, I, I just I love how certain things are played out. Um, one of my favorite scenes, and, and, and still it makes me laugh every single time. And that is the first board meeting where he uh, introduces that two hundred nine, and he blows that executive away. It's like, why was he armed? Why was he armed for a demonstration? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he just, he, this, this shooting goes on for a solid like 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. It was that, a long time. It just blood swims going everywhere. And he's, yeah. he, he's, he's, he falls dead bloody all over this immaculate white model of New Detroit City. <laughs> I, I don't it's, know. It's sheer fucking brilliance. I don't know which movie has the record for most blood squibs in a movie, but this one's probably Total a contender. Recall. Total Recall. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Well, well it, same, it, same unless, unless, yeah, unless something since then has beaten it, but um, most Total blood squibs on screen. Yeah, at the time it came out, Total Recall was the bloodiest movie. But, I'm gonna uh, look that up. And this has some good one-liners too. I mean, Dead or Alive, you're coming with me. I mean, that's, you know, mm-hmm. can you fly? <laughs> can you fly, <laughs> can, Murphy? <laughs> can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> I'd buy that I for can, a dollar. God, I'd buy that but, for a dollar. I could also stick enough of this factory up your stupid wop ass. It should be shit stuck <laughs> in a year. <laughs> Blow this motherfucker's head off. Ooh, guns, guns, guns. <laughs> it's fucking, oh, yeah. Every, every, every line, every line that Kurtwood Smith utters is yeah. sheer fucking gold. Yeah, Red's he, awesome. Dude, he, he had a blast playing this. Oh, movie. you could tell. You could tell. 
Players is just a he's ooh. He's such a he's he's so fun to 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 hate. Oh he, yeah, like yeah. the worst person ever written. And he yeah. and he he really just took that and ran with it because I don't know what it is about about the about the actor, but he just fucking sold it. Is it his face? Is it his voice? I don't is know. his it, voice? It yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a he, Red's got a very distinguishable voice. You know it's Red talking if you hear it. Oh um, yeah, he was in uh, Green Lantern: First Flight, the uh, the cartoon, and I, immediately I'm like. That's Red Foreman. You can't pull that <laughs> past me. I know exactly who that is. Yeah. Um, but he actually had several roles like this back in the 80s. He was a bad guy a lot in a lot of different things. He was always yeah, he either was, corporate sleaze or a thug. He was um, in Rambo 3. I just looked that up. Yep. Yeah. He was he, he was a Russian. You're right. He was he was a Russian in Rambo 3. Um, but yeah, this is like Seth said earlier, this is a very enjoyable. It's probably the first time I'd seen it in about 10 years. Um, uh, it's been a good five for me, I think. Yeah, and I'm mm -hmm. I'm actually surprised that it was free on Prime, and I didn't have to pay for it. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, at this point, because uh, uh, most of the time, like I, I see RoboCop in like gas stations and dollar bins. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Amazon was just like, listen, just just fucking take it. Oh yeah, we sell it. In my, we sell not, it at my work for three ninety nine. I'm gonna go buy yeah. it tomorrow. They they pretty much they they know we're not going to make money off of this anymore. Everyone's seen it, so here's our gift <sighs> to you. And it yeah. should be because this movie is a mm. lot of fun. It's yeah, it's just it's just a delight. It's like Starship Troopers. It's it's a it's a B movie that we all agree is fantastic. And yeah. for like the first like few times that I ever watched this film because it came out when I was a kid, um, was the edited version. The first time I ever saw this movie was on, it was an afternoon, like Sunday movie on WGN and it was edited. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck the biker. Uh, um, toxic waste guy. I always forget. Uh, Emil. 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 I did not know that he gets hit with a car and yeah. everywhere because and it, he drives around. Him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was um, but the thing about this movie was almost X. Uh, I believe it. That's that's not hard to imagine at all. No, from the boardroom meeting to Murphy, I was like, had censors were. I, I imagine there's a much grittier version of this film uh, out there somewhere that they had to cut just to make it R. I would love to see the director's cut of this film. I would love to see it. They should do that for like the 20, for like the, uh, I, what, when did this movie come out? 87. 80, 87. Mm -hmm. uh, well, yeah, we're not quite at 25 years yet. So like a silver anniversary director's cut. I'd buy that in a fucking heartbeat. No, we're way past 20. No, 25. We're past that too. I don't uh, there's enough of that footage that's been archived in order yeah, to. Yeah, really are. <laughs> maybe for the 40th anniversary who knows but uh math is hard yeah i get it but uh yeah it's a it's an enjoyable film i actually uh i didn't have to buy it on or i didn't have to watch it on amazon i have the blu-ray edition and uh i don't know because i have two copies i don't know if one of them is special edition i don't know if that exists so i'll have to check check that out and no, there's only one that. there's only one version of this film but I know, but yeah. maybe there's like uh, some behind the scenes with storyboards and whatnot. 
I want to look into that. Okay. Um, this was they, actually they cover it on the uh, on that uh, on that docu series, uh, the movies that made us. Uh, Robocop. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, great, yeah. great, great series. By the way, they it, great it, it cover. Yeah, I, I watched some of it last night. Actually, um, it is a very great series. I love it. I, I love it a lot. Um, What's funny is uh, uh, I tell people all the time because uh, they're like, "Oh man, did you see the one on Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween?" I'm like, "You do know the Oh, yeah, you do know documentaries about those movies already exist because yeah, there's like, yeah. there's one about Friday the Third. There's one about Nightmare on Elm Street that's four fucking hours long. Yeah, yeah. Dear and I've God. seen it multiple. I've seen it multiple <laughs> times. No, because yeah, they break down to, each movie. Yeah, when it comes okay. to the mainstream horror icons, you're not going to tell me anything that I don't already know. I don't need to watch that. Yeah, I trust me. Did you I've, did I've you know it all. that in Halloween? That's a that's a Captain Kirk mask. Oh no shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was born at night. It wasn't last night. Right. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but they yeah, get to tell you the story of how they found the mask. I don't give a fuck. I already know this. Yeah. It's almost as interesting as how, how Boba Fett found his stick. The most... Oh, my God. That was <laughs> fucking... So... I don't get me... St- we're not going... Well, I'm not going back to that. I'm not going... I... I hated that I had to reactivate my Disney Plus to watch that and this fucking Star Wars show that Dasher Scott was watching. <laughs> oh my god! So, so I got to pay for that for like stay on, three, four more months. Stay on target. Stay on target. Staying on target. Okay, back. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else on RoboCop? Uh, just no, just how it, the exposition is delivered uh, through the yeah. news and uh, the wonderful, wonderful ads. Better yes. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. This is not a world I want to live in, but it's definitely one that I want to see fleshed out a little bit more because it is fun. <laughs> yeah. And it so, never really establishes. It doesn't ever really establish what year this is supposed to take place in. It's obviously like some futuristic. Yeah, it's obviously no, it's, futuristic Detroit. It, it's in the future, but they never establish a year. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. Google and I know. I, I love I love the the, the future that's presented in the eighties. It's so great. Yeah, <laughs> every time they go to the future is it's so good to see all this advanced technology and they got thirteen inch CRT televisions on everything. <laughs> well, according to Wikipedia, the RoboCop one takes place in the year two thousand and twenty eight. So if this Ukraine Russia thing keeps going the way it is, we <laughs> we might see that flush out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh so good on RoboCop. Yep. Yep. All right, so it's a, it's a fun little time. Oh, yeah, definitely worth the 90% Rotten Tomato score that it so rightfully deserves. Yes. So next week is my turn, and I established Ooh. last week that I'm not allowed to be... No. Oh, wait, no, it isn't. It's, no, it's Dasher's yeah, yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah, oh, fuck. Turn. Yeah. I was just um, so ready to skip you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, next week, we got two shows. We got my pick, which is season one of The Clone Wars on Disney+. Plus. It's not a Disney Plus original, so it doesn't count against the Disney Plus archives. Um, and help. we are also... We because are also didn't the final season be, come out on Disney Plus? The final season did, but trust that, me, was, that's, that counts. Uh, um, and we are also going to be covering... The Batman, which I am—I've noticed today it is getting glowing reviews. Like they're saying that this might knock The Dark Knight off of its high horse as the highest-rated film so far. I'm completely okay with that too. Same. 
I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, uh, I will. I'm not going into this movie with any preconceived notions or expectations. I'm just going to that's, hopefully that's pretty much what I'm doing. That's pretty much what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, this is a Batman film. Yep. Show me what you got. Exactly. Um, and I and I and I trust me. I want this movie to succeed. I want it to be a good movie. I yeah, really I, do. You know, and here's and my my reason for that is different than than yours. I I guarantee because I want people to get over that Twilight shit. And because if this is the movie that's going to yep. take, because a lot of Robert Pattinson's movies, not a lot of people saw. After if this is the movie that gets him on track and people finally can admit, okay, he can do something else. That's fine because I've known he can do something else for a long time. And people are like, I don't know about yep. Robert Pattinson. He, I don't, he can't be Batman. Why? You let George oh, Clooney be Batman. No, and see, I, I, I've, it's already been established to me in the initial trailer that we saw that I was wrong about him being cast as Batman. He looks the role. And the reason why I want this movie to succeed has nothing to do with Robert Pattinson. It's that DC just needs a win so goddamn bad right now. Mm -hmm. I, that's it why is. I hope this film. That's why I hope this film succeeds. Well, its last its last two projects were wins. I mean, Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. And I am not. I'm, I'm only saying Peacemaker. I have not seen it. That's just from the reviews that I'm getting from people and the countless people telling Seth and I that we need to watch it. Same, same. And eventually, we're going to have to cover it. But I know. And but today is not that day. Today is not that day. No. So after after the Clone Wars season one, I've already established that my pick is a bad movie, and that is the point. So yes. you can't be mad at me or enforce no. your revenge upon me. No. We're starting a new series uh, on this podcast called What Went Wrong. And I'm already like going to tell you I'm already going to tell you right now that my next pick is going to be a continuation of What Went Wrong because the movie I saw over this weekend, oh boy. We are going to have to talk about this, and I'm going to pray tell. I watched The Kingsman, the prequel to The Kingsman Secret Service films, and we have gone so far off track that it's embarrassing. Oh, mm. all right, Ray well. Fines, you broke my heart. Oh boy! <laughs> all right, so again next week, the first season of the Clone Wars. And the Batman. Um, we're either going to be really pissed off or we're going to be really happy. happy. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm already not happy with you. Because <laughs> I, I have nightmares of droid humor and Roger Roger. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and we'll get into that later. We'll see you next week. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs>